Hi, my name is Adam Bergman. I'm a tax partner with the IRA Financial Group. And today I'm going to discuss understanding the IRA rollover rules. Now, this is a really interesting topic and uh, causes a lot of confusion, especially in light of a recent tax court case that I will go into some detail, really that um, adds some, some clarity as to the rules about direct and indirect rollovers. So basically, let's start with the concept of what is a rollover. Now, a rollover is essentially basically what it sounds like. It's the way to move retirement money from one retirement account to another. Now, there's a difference between a rollover and a transfer. Properly said, a transfer is movement of funds between an IRA and an IRA. So if you had an IRA Fidelity and you want to move it to your IRA account at Vanguard, or if you have an IRA at Merrill Lynch and want to move it to an IRA at Wells Fargo, if you have an IRA at Fidelity and want to move it to an IRA at TD Ameritrade. IRA to IRA, it's a tax-free movement of funds, but it's actually called a transfer. A rollover is actually properly designating the movement of non-IRA funds like 401k, 403b, 457b, so qualified retirement plan funds that are not IRA, defined benefit, 401k, 403b, 457b, uh, other government plans, movement of those funds into an IRA. That is properly designated as a rollover, whereas a transfer, again, is movement of IRA funds from one institution to another IRA uh, account at another institution. That is the difference between a transfer and a rollover. As long as the funds go directly from institution to institution, they are tax-free, penalty-free. They are called direct rollovers or direct transfers because the money is going directly from one IRA custodian to another or one retirement account custodian to another. Now, when I say custodian, just to be clear, it's really another word for bank or financial institution or trust company. Um, that's where the retirement account is held. So that's a direct uh, rollover or a direct transfer. Uh, an indirect rollover or indirect transfer is when the funds go from one institution or one IRA custodian or retirement account custodian to the individual, and then within 60 days to another institution. So think of it, whereas a direct rollover or a transfer involves two parties, two institutions, two custodians, the indirect involves three parties, the initial institution that's going to send the money to a individual, to the IRA holder or the 401k participant, who will then within 60 days move the money to a another retirement account held at a custodian. Now, there's different rules for direct and indirect rollovers. The direct rollover is clear. It goes from institution to institution. The IRA holder plan participant doesn't have to do anything. The paperwork is, is completed. They sign the documentation allowing for the transfer of funds or rollovers, and the funds get moved. For an IRA transfer, you would simply tell your new IRA custodian to request the funds from your old IRA custodian, and the funds would be moved electronically or by check. Generally, doesn't involve you. Typically, the check would go from bank to bank or the wire from bank to bank. An indirect rollover is where you obviously are more involved as the IRA holder or the plan participant because the funds are going to you for a specific purpose and then to an institution. A direct rollover can be done a million times, a hundred million times. It can be done every day of your life. There are no limitations. 
An indirect rollover can be done only once every 12 months, and that includes all your IRAs. So whether you have one IRA, five IRAs, 50 IRAs, you can only do the indirect rollover once every 12 months. Again, the indirect rollover is where the funds go to you from your IRA or 401k institution, and then you have 60 days to roll it into another retirement account. I want to, this is a good time to bring into uh, the discussion this case, a tax court case, a recent case called the, the Bobro case. Uh, this guy, this gentleman, Mr. Alvin Bobro, was actually a tax attorney, and he, he questioned this indirect rollover rule because, interesting enough, uh, the IRS publication that um, talks about IRAs basically stated that at least a lot of people felt, even though it wasn't the intent of the language, that it, it – basically stated that it seems that you can do an indirect rollover for every IRA account you had. So if you had 10 IRA accounts, you would be able to do the indirect 60-day rollover for every IRA account. You wouldn't have to wait the full 12 months for all your IRAs, but if you had 10 accounts, you could do it 10 times in a year. Now, a lot of tax professionals, including myself, really never believed that to be the case. It was a little bit inaccurate in the IRS publication. And most people felt that that wasn't accurate. It was really a once-every-year type rule. This gentleman, Mr. Bobro, challenged it, and he had multiple IRAs and then did multiple IRA indirect rollovers in the course of a year. He challenged it, went to tax court, paid the tax, went to tax court, and lost. And the IRS was victorious and basically argued and won that, no, this indirect rollover rule applies to all IRAs once every 12 months no matter if you have one, two, five, ten, 100 accounts, you can do once every 12 months. Now, with an indirect rollover, remember the cash goes to you before you actually transfer it to another custodian. You take cash out, you got to put cash in. Some This is a, a very common mistake. People say, I have an investment I got to make, I got to make. Let me grab the money from my IRA, buy the stock, buy the real estate, and then I'll just bring the stock or the real estate into an IRA within 60 days. Can't do that. Take cash out. You got to bring cash back into a new IRA account. You can cut the uh, the money can come from anywhere. If you take sixty grand from your IRA, you have sixty days to put sixty thousand dollars back. You can borrow it. You can get it from a friend. You can win the lottery and put it back. It doesn't have to actually be that exact money, but you got to put the sixty thousand dollars in. You can't take the Apple stock or the Google stock you bought and replace it. Cash for cash. The same the same goes uh, with with you know, a 401k and direct rollover, uh, it has to be cash has to go back. Now, when I talk about 401ks, doing a rollover or an indirect rollover is a little more difficult because in most plans, you need a triggering event to take money out of the plan. So if you are a current employer, a current employee of a employer that has a 401k and you're under 59 and a half, you're most probably not going to be able to do an indirect rollover because you're not likely going to be able to take the money out. Why? Because with a 401k, you need a triggering event. Essentially, three ways you can pull the money out. You're over 59 and a half, leave a job, company terminates the plan. So if you're 45 years old and continue to work with that business, if you need the money, you may likely not be able to even touch it. You may be able to do a loan as a way to get the money out if the 401k plan offers it, but the indirect rollover may not be an uh, opportunity for you or even an option. But in the IRA world, there's no triggering events. You can pull the money out anytime you want. Uh, you can take a distribution from an IRA anytime. If you're under 59 and a half and it's a pre-tax IRA, 
You have to pay tax and penalty on the amount you take out, 10% early distribution penalty. If you're over 59 and a half, it's pre-tax. IRA, you just have to pay tax, no 10% penalty. Uh, with a Roth, the rules are a little bit different. The Roth IRA has to be a qualified distribution. Generally, that means you have to be over 59 and a half, and the Roth has to be open at least five years in order for the contribution and all the appreciation to be tax-free. Roth IRA contributions could always be taken as a distribution without tax anytime thereafter the contribution is made. But to get the appreciation excuse me, on the contributions, you have to the distribution has to be qualified, which generally means Roth IRA has to be open at least five years. You've got to be over 59 and a half. It's not an or, it's an and. 59 and a half and five years. So now let's get back to rollovers and, and transfers. A IRA transfer or a uh, 401k to IRA rollover, again, could be directly done where it's institution to institution. Those are always tax-free, penalty-free, or indirect where they go to the plan participant or the IRA holder before they go back to an IRA uh, institution. You have 60 days. The IRS is not very lenient when you miss these 60 days. They are very strict on the 60-day rules. Um, it's very difficult to get any type of relief from the penalties because if you miss the 60 days rollover rules, what happens? Your IRAs become taxable and treated as a distribution. So if you're under 59 and a half, you're going to have to pay tax and penalty on the rollover. Uh, if you are over 59 and a half and it's a pre-tax IRA, you're going to have to pay tax. So it's important to remember direct rollovers. You can be unlimited as much as you want. Don't have to worry about this uh, Alvin Bobro case. Uh, in fact, this Bobro case caused a lot of massive overreaction, hysteria amongst IRA holders. I've had hundreds of clients call me and, and start freaking out that they may have done a uh, taxable distribution because they did too many rollovers in a year. Remember, the once the one rollover per year rule only applies to indirect rollovers. An indirect rollover is when the money goes from the institution to you before you actually send it to the institution. The money is traveling between institutions, IRA to IRA, 401k to IRA, IRA to 401k, retirement account or retirement account. The money doesn't go in your hands, meaning the check is not written to you. You're fine. You can do as many as you want. Don't worry about this Bobro case. Don't worry about anything. Uh, the The rollover will be tax-free. It's only when you touch the money, okay, and the, the check is written in your name, Adam Bergman, and then I have 60 days to deposit that into another uh, IRA uh, or 401k. So it's very important uh, this is done uh, to remember the difference between the indirect versus the direct rules uh, is extremely important. Um, a lot of problems uh, arise out of this. Unfortunately, it's very, very hard to get relief from the IRS if you miss it by a, even a day. You basically have to show uh, an error on the institution's part. Uh, but one thing that is very important to note is that the day, start counting when you receive the check. So the check may be dated a certain date. It's when you collect the check. So the 60 days is you basically start counting not when you request the distribution but or the date on the check, again, but it's, it's when um, you, you start counting, essentially, uh, when they hit your bank account. So that's important. Even if the date is a different – the check is a different date, it's when they hit your bank account that the 60 days start going. Um, 
you know, it's even if the banks close for a holiday or the 60th day falls on the weekend, um, you don't want to wait until that last day because, again, it's very hard to get relief. Again, you only have to worry about 60 days for indirect rollovers. Direct rollovers can be done as many times as you want. Now, just to recap some of the rollover rules, generally a pre-tax IRA, a pre-tax 401k can be rolled amongst itself. So if you have a 401k, you can roll it into an IRA. If you have a pre-tax IRA, you can move it to a 401k. If you have a 403b, 457, they all can be rolled in a pre-tax IRA. SEP IRA can be rolled into a traditional IRA. SEP IRA can be rolled into a 401k. A simple IRA, as long as that simple IRA has been open at least two years, see the simple IRA as a, as a specific two-year hold period, essentially, where it has to stay in a simple IRA before it can be moved into another IRA, like a SEP or a traditional IRA. That doesn't mean that you can't move a simple IRA from Wells Fargo to, to Merrill Lynch or from Wells Fargo to Fidelity. That is an IRA transfer. That can go custodian to custodian. You just can't move the simple IRA into a traditional IRA or a 401k after two years. The only rule to really keep in mind is that a Roth IRA, which is an after-tax IRA, cannot be moved into a pre-tax IRA, and it can be, not be moved into a 401k. The specific rule, even if the Roth 401k, even if the 401k has a Roth component, the Roth IRA is still not able to be rolled into a 401k. Any other retirement account could be rolled into a 401k. Any other retirement account could be rolled into a pre-tax IRA except that Roth IRA. So just to recap, if you're doing direct rollovers, you can do it as many times as you want. You don't have to worry about the Bobro case. You don't have to worry about 60 days. If you need to do an indirect rollover because you need cash during that 60-day period for personal purposes, complete a transaction, whatever the case may be, remember, once every 12 months, including all your IRAs. Okay? You don't want to wait to that last date to deposit that 60 days because it's very hard to get any type of leniency from the IRS if you miss the deadline. Also, the 60 days start when you the, the money's in your account, not when the check was sent. Um, these are rules that are very simple, uh, not very complicated, especially as long as you remember the difference between a direct and indirect rollover. Um, important to remember these differences, especially if you're going to move money around uh, custodians or are going to be doing an indirect rollover. Keep track. Make sure it's 12 months. It's not a year. It's 12 months from the date you did the rollover. Okay, so it's not a calendar year. It's actually 12 months. Important to remember, um, there's no reason to overreact. Uh, again, this Bobro case caused a lot of interest in these rules. Uh, it was written up in most of the major publications all over the Internet, but it's really not a major deal. Any, most tax professionals, accountants, attorneys, really understood the intent of the rules was once every 12 months. Uh, as Mr. Bobro, I guess, try to push the envelope because the IRS publication clearly did say that it would seemingly appear to be based off each IRA account and not all IRA accounts in the aggregate for the 12-month rule. But I think the intent of the IRS language was, and really what their position was, that it was a once-every-12-month rule, not per IRA account, but in the aggregate. Uh, Mr. Bobro lost his... Uh, his case and uh, the, the rule is pretty clear now. It's, it's firmly established by the IRS and law that it's a indirect rollover could be done only once every 12 months, including all your IRAs in the aggregate. Direct rollovers can be done unlimited. So I hope you found this uh, useful. Uh, it's, the rules, again, are not very complicated. Uh, no need to panic over the IRA roll, rollover rules or the um, Bobro case. 
if you're doing direct rollovers, 401ks, IRAs, IRAs, 401ks, IRAs, IRAs, transfers, don't worry about it. You can do it as many times as you want. The only difference is if the money's coming to you first before you roll it over. When I say the money's coming to you, the check's in your name. It's written to you. Now, it could happen where uh, the IRA uh, rollover, the transfer, the institution's sending you the check, but it's made out to you know Vanguard, custodian of the Adam Bergman IRA. That's okay. That's still a direct rollover. It's only when it's made out to Adam Bergman, that's it. No custodian of where the 60 days would start counting and you need to concern yourself with once every 12 months. It's your responsibility to keep track of this once every 12 months because you may have multiple IRAs. IRS is not lenient when you miss the 60 days, so be wary of that. And, uh, uh, and, and again, I hope you found this useful. Um, the rollover rules are, are important because it's a way to move money between retirement accounts. Uh, 90% of people probably are doing direct rollovers, so they have nothing to worry about. But if you are doing indirect rollovers, remember the one every 12-month rule. Adam Bergman, IRA Financial Group, I hope uh, you found this enjoyable. Um, I certainly enjoyed spending the time with, with all of you. Uh, if you have questions or, or require additional information, have topics that you want me to cover, email me, adamb at irafinancialgroup.com. Call me, 800-472-0646, extension 12, 800-472-0646, extension 12, Adam IRA Financial Group. Check us out at www.irafinancialgroup.com. Uh, until next time, thanks for listening, and uh, uh, really appreciate it. <laughs>